Hey everyone, welcome to episode 106 of Medusa's Cascade Collateral Damage. I'm your friendly neighborhood DM, Tom, and I've got a few things to cover before rejoining the crew in Nightmora. First and foremost, thank you for sticking with us for the last two plus years. It's going to get crazier and crazier the further we go, and uh, I promise you in the next few, uh, next few actual play episodes it's going to get even more ridiculous, so stick around. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be fun, and I'm glad you're here with us. Uh, second, if you can please uh, check out our social media accounts on most major platforms, just search for the Medusa's Cascade on the platform and give us a follow. It's some cool stuff and definitely worth your time checking out. Now, lastly, if you're listening on a streaming platform uh, you know, like uh, Apple Podcasts or Spotify, please take a few minutes to rate, review, and subscribe. It doesn't seem like a lot, but it does help get the podcast out there for other people to discover, and we would all appreciate the love and support. So we'll jump into the recap and then head right into the episode. Last we left off, the party finds their time in Aimora very reminiscent of their time in Grand City, just after their defeat of Strahd. There is a lot of planning for the next stages, there are a lot of revelries, some pranks, and lots of drinking that were involved. Uh, the party split up, and while half go shopping uh, for ways to improve uh, Shank's elven speed, the other half looks to acquire an airship for their trip to help their ally Quan. Uh, during this time, the group is reminded of just how much Hoshino doesn't know, and adds more to their list of things to tell him at a later date. They meet back with Aura uh, on the cruise ship to uh, kill some time, they have some drinks, make some plans for the evening to see Naimura's nightlife scene. Shanks and Salix acquire materials for their creations and some information from Torbera about the incursion that happened not too long ago. And that is where we pick up. drank my elf friend under the table yesterday, so this seems to be a bit more constructive. Hopefully it will be. Can I get refills for anybody? I'll take one more, please. Another round for me. Right. Same, same. It is the, the whole shebang for you again. I would say probably after this other drink, you head should be about the time you can go back and check on uh, the Feather's Destiny. Yeah. 
What's the tab for uh, drinks? A few gold. Cool. Uh, like three gold? Yeah, she doesn't charge you a lot. Uh, I give her 10 gold. She pockets most of it. As she should. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. Um, yes. Uh, we could, we could, uh, we could pick you up or meet you over there. Whatever's easier for you. Oh, uh, I, I can meet you over there. All right. I'll see. I'll see you then, I guess. Yes. We'll see you then. All right. I have a good rest of your shift. See you around, Oro. Thank you. <clears throat> Just make your way off. And it's about this time. <laughs> Shanks and Salix have made their way up to the uh, airship dock. And you you two see the rest of the party coming out of one of the uh, larger cruise liners and like all of them sort of like poking at Galahad. What y'all do now? Oh, just in time. Uh, we have plans for tonight. What sort of plans? Some nighttime uh, entertainment. Nighttime entertainment. Go to a go drinking. to a bar location. Uh, to hear some songs and music. Hear some songs. Mm-hmm. I'm picking up that there's more to this. Yes, they tried to hook uh, uh, Galahad up, up correctly. With someone behind the bar, a, 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 a oh no, we didn't. Argal, Argal tried to hook happening. them up. I think it would have happened regardless, but Argal was trying to make it a guarantee that it would happen. Uh, yes, that. Galahad, I have some herbs that can, you know, spice things up for you if you need. Uh, just let me know. Just let me know. Oh, thank you, thank you, Salix. Uh, anyway, let, let's go to uh, let's go to that uh, feather destiny. Yes, go from Aura to the dwarf that propositioned themselves to me. Hey, it's just somebody. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? I can't leave you guys alone. I didn't do anything. Well, I, the airship was kind of my fault because. Shanks surprised me, frustrated me. And uh, that's another story. I miss so much. Yeah. yeah. Hey, at least I'm not the only one. <laughs> you guys make your way back over to the uh, Feather's Destiny. And uh, the Lady Dwarf is. Uh, called I believe Elva, right? Yeah, Elva. Uh, all right. So, talked it over with my crew. Uh, we're willing to do uh, uh, thirty-five gold ahead with meals included. 
seven, so that is two hundred and forty-five. But one's cheaper, but we got to bring our own food. Mm-hmm. Right. More expensive, food included. Mm-hmm. Uh, what what are our room accommodations look like? Standard size. You're probably going to have to bunk up with each other. I don't have enough space on the ship to give you all individual rooms. That's fine. We do have the crew as well, so. Alright. Um, may we uh, make our decision tomorrow? When do you need to know by? Well, the sooner the better. But I guess tomorrow works if that's really what you need. We'll try to come by early in the morning. Sure. Someone will be awake. They can wake me up if I'm not up. Okay. Appreciate it. Thank you. Bye. Start heading back uh, towards my parents' place. Sure. Yeah. Does it feel like we're leaning towards uh, Feathers Destiny? The one? The cheap one? Like uh, the goblins? Yeah. Well, like, yeah. I don't know. Like, where, where, what do you think we're heading towards? It's, it's between the, the dwarf captain or the, uh, the, uh, Verdant. The Verdant captain. Which one, Galahad? <laughs> <laughs> With the with the uh, burden captain, they said uh, the the uh, accommodations would be a little tight, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, small. We got to bring our own food. It's one fifty, uh-huh. but we bring our own food. Our, our it'll probably be like fifty gold of food. Mm-hmm. So it'll still be forty five under. So we spent two hundred altogether. The other one offered two hundred, right? Or is that no? Didn't one of them was uh one of them was like two ten because they it was like thirty gold ahead. Yeah, they're all within the range. Yeah. 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 But the bird ones are a no. And the blonde guy I think is a no. I think it's between these two. <clears throat> oh, obviously. So <laughs> I guess you get to decide, uh <laughs> no, I'm just talking about <laughs> No one else said it. I mean, we all were kind of collectively no to the Oric Aracocra. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, can, like, we can we can discuss it over lunch at my parents' place. <clears throat> Fair enough. All right, you make your way back to uh, back to your parents. Uh, Mom is making. Uh, just make sandwiches in the kitchen. Uh, you hear uh, Duo and uh, Rind in the workshop, and anybody who goes to look in, they're actually. It, Rind is teaching Duo how to play checkers. <laughs> like, no, 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 It's over like this. And Duo's like, I don't, I don't get it. And he's like, no, just let's we'll walk through it again. I just I just kind of look in, I smile, and I like step back out and just let them keep going. I, I go help mom in the kitchen. 
I, I, I lean into her. I go, I heard you were a great guest on the ship. Oh, yeah, they love me. They absolutely do. I mean, who doesn't? It would be quite hard not to. I'm pretty sure I get my modesty and my drinking from from you, so. Maybe. I don't know if that's all a good thing, but. (laughs) How was your, uh, your day out on the town? Not bad. Uh, I think we found accommodations uh, within the next two days, but we're trying to narrow it down between uh, two pretty decent offers uh, to get us there. I don't think we'll need transport back, which saves us uh, some gold. Cool. Very cool. What do you guys like on your sandwiches? Lots of veggies. I can do that. Uh, the the works. Can do. Same. Just half the size of his sandwich, though. Of I'll have what uh, our gals having. Mustard right, seed and honey. Can do. With the works. Please and thank you. Looks over at Shanks. Maybe some daiquiris on the side. You hear Ryan go, ha! Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything that you'd like for lunch? Oh, I'm sorry. No, no. I'm not hungry. All right. Well, just remember, you need calories to keep those muscles going. You look good. You want to keep it that way. Because, <laughs> uh, does eventually end. I don't want to. Who am I sitting next to? I don't know. Who are you sitting next to? Who would Me? like to sit next? I whisper to Zex. I think Shanks is mad. He has like a moment of like, huh? And then goes, oh. Yeah, you, all, you all have noticed that there is no longer dicks <laughs> and writing on his forehead and his hair is back to the way it is. Got it. And his jaw, I assume, it has a little bit of a clench to it, maybe? Yeah, a little bit. Zex is kind of just like, whatever about it, because he's like, one, was it, was it me? And two, like, I think we've all had our fair share of pranks in the group, so... Not really, not really stressing it. But uh, if mom does have like daiquiri mix and, and like the works for it, I'll uh, I'll go mix up for me and uh, our guy. All right, if you do that, I want some fucking constitution saving throws. You have literally been drinking Drink since you got day. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. Both of us are just him. Uh, uh, nineteen. Say, whoever's having daiquiris. Both of you. I'm having daiquiris. daiquiris. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I rolled a nineteen. Okay. Uh, I don't know if I'm getting Galahad's aura, but yeah, 19. Nat fucking 20. You guys are both slowly accumulating cirrhosis of the liver from the amount of... (laughs) 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 Yeah, daiquiris it is. Eating lunch. What would you guys like to do? 
Thanks, you good? Yeah. I'm good. What happened to the hair? It looked, it was starting to look really good. Just got a little bit longer. Really well, man. He stays, he stays very focused on Argyle. Hey, Argyle. Who, uh, who did that? Did what? Trying to believe it was sailing. Through those amazing pictures. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Do, do I get to roll inside, Tommy? <laughs> I don't know. Do you? Clearly yeah. bullshitting. <laughs> I'm clearly <laughs> bullshitting you. <laughs> so at that point, he appears in front of you. And who else is within 10 feet of Argyle. I think we're all within 10 feet. I think we're all at the Yeah, uh, I think we're all just sitting, all at, the the table. We're all sitting at the table eating sandwiches. Cool. <laughs> so <Just> day drinking. <laughs> so when he appears, uh uh it's a it's a face step. Uh Argyle and uh Galahad have to roll wisdom saving throw. DC fourteen. All right, you get a you get your plus four, plus four. Okay, fucking Christ! Argyle, did you roll your? Uh, I was about. I'm stuff? thinking on whether <laughs> use my point. Uh, Nineteen. <laughs> you said 19. I got a plus four. You get a plus four. Did you make it? To be fair, rule uh, the way it's written is you, if you're going to use a portent, you have to use the portent before you before even the know roll. the outcome of the roll. You have to say, oh, okay, I'm right, using right, right. this. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, no, so in that case, <clears throat> I didn't make it. You didn't make it? No. So, what? I didn't really think that you guys would miss there. <laughs> gonna so you go. Oh, you think we're going to miss? No, I didn't. I didn't think it was gonna miss. I thought I thought you guys were gonna like totally pass it because the DC is so low. Um, no, I rolled a two. Yeah. Cool. So, so you were charmed. <laughs> I would have been so pissed if I got charmed. <laughs> Fucking addition. But he go. But I, 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 this is the first time he's used it. So I think I think he goes. If you wanted to ask about our cult. Why don't you just ask and cast Fey Presence so everyone in 10 feet roll a wisdom saving throw? <laughs> Do I roll another one? Or are rolling another one? Well, you're already charmed, so... Okay. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah so everybody... everybody wait, so, so, okay, so, okay, so, you did one, so you did one thing that was a wisdom saving throw for me and Argyle specifically, and then Correct. the thing you're doing now is for everybody. For, for everybody. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm and, already... So. All right, well, y'all get a plus four. And <laughs> is it uh, a... I'm going to use, I'm gonna use uh, my staff for charming to just automatically succeed because I failed. Succeed, yeah, absolutely. Failed. So I just automatically I just like tap uh, my staff a little it's bit. A 14. By, by, Galahad rolls by the off. way you see this you see this essence of like Elrin just form behind him. Wait, uh-huh. Galahad rolls a seven. I, what? So, so Ga, Ga, <laughs> I'm Gal- using my point incorrectly. <laughs> Gala Lord uh, Glad got a thirteen I roll I rolled I rolled a four. I, I rolled a seven <laughs> So my my dice roll is a seven. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, but he still s- he still gets it. But he I can still, still gets it. get my modifiers, you, right? 
So it's a yeah. plus yeah. five, right? It's a plus yeah, yeah. eight for me, my guy. It's, it's a plus eight. eight. Oh. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's got on wisdom. Question. Question. Do I add wisdom? wisdom? We add wisdom. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, it's wisdom. wisdom. Which question? You're saving those a plus eight. staff, oh, can yes. I, I can turn it back Shit. on Shanks, right? Let me take a By look. expending a charge? Staff of Charming? Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, my God. Guys, this is my parents. Just succeed on a save against an enchantment <laughs> spell that. Oh, we only, just asked how you. he was doing. Never mind. It says only <laughs> a spell that targets only you. Oh, okay. Uh, your total reach is seventeen, so you pass because you have Galahad's uh, plus four. Got nineteen total. Yeah, with uh, with Galahad's plus four. Yep. Yeah, I got a dirty twenty on um, mom plus four. Mom just barely me. passes. <laughs> With that oh, plus, with that plus four, she passes. Oh God, yeah. trying to screw me over I'm, here. I'm pretty sure, like, uh, <laughs> Duo and my dad are too far into the back. Okay. Oh man! So do I? So so as the people who passed, what do we see? Yeah, you guys, you guys see like uh, the I guess shadowy kind of essence of Elrin <laughs> form behind Shanks, giving the Fae presence. And then he he looks at Arkham and he leans over and he goes, are you ready for art class? Of course. Good. And then you see like a, a, a almost like a slight green glint in his eye. And he looks around at everyone and the charm falls off of you, Argyle. And he backs up slowly. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. And he leaves. What just happened? Someone's feelings are hurt. Did, did he take... Thanks, didn't freeze frame and take a moment. You mad that we drew on him? Uh, I'll go check on him since I was with him most of the day. So I think he's like pissed at me. Now I had while eating his his sandwich. By uh, the gods, imagine doing all of that and no one batting an eye. This is where I would go hug a tree. Oh, the petty! I just downed my daiquiri. Jesus Christ! Down my daiquiri and uh, want another one. <laughs> uh, I'll I'll have to have you get it yourself. I'll fucking go <clears throat> after Shanks too, since no one else is getting up. Other than me and Shanks. Alex, All right. I'll, I'll go head out. We'll follow uh, that. And uh, probably maybe 10, 15 feet outside the door of the parents' house, uh, Salix would catch up to Shanks. Hey, bud, you okay? What happened to there? I, I don't actually know. So you didn't have control over that? Not what? I said you didn't have control over a reaction. I I don't 
I don't know. I just remember being upset and I don't I don't know. Okay, sounds like you black out and something else took over. Your eyes were all green. Oh, for reference, the, the, the green flick was when he got out of it. Well, you ended up charming Argyle and Rashino, so they're okay now. I'll, um, I'll sleep outside tonight. No, we don't need you to do all that. You can stay with us. We just want to make sure you're okay. How are you feeling? Do you feel any different? You see, like, a, a really glazed look on his face. You were just upset, and then you just were coming back to us. That's it? Yeah. I look over at is Zex outside by now? I don't I don't know uh how close I would have been, but probably yeah, I would probably just be getting to you guys. Yeah, right about now, I'd say. As Zex comes out, I look over and say, um he lost time. You're right over there? I don't know what's fucking going on. You had a lot to drink with the guys, came back. They, at your expense, had fun with you. And you seemed pretty upset just now and seemed like you were going to create a war zone in my parents' kitchen. I can't apologize to you enough for that. I'm sure the apology isn't for me. It's for mom, but uh, what's going on? Like, are you stressed? You got some Elrin stuff going on. You got some, like, what's, I don't know. Like that seems so unlike you, and at this point, I've seen so many sides of you that even that surprised me. So, you you know, we, we all have a lot going on. I'm not trying to burden any of you guys with more than what you're already handling. We're asking for a reason. We're here to help speak up. Have you lost time before? I've lost a lot more than time. When you woke up, you said, I'm not a machine rig. You see him just clear up a little bit and laugh as you say that. She didn't, she didn't quit sometimes. That's all. 
Tommy, is my insight high enough to get a beat on if like he's like on the level or he's like unsure about it himself? He's being truthful. At least with what he's saying. Yeah. Zex is just like giving you a stare of like we've all been through some shit. We've all had our ups and downs and our fucking lapses of time. This is new to us, but not new to us. But it, tell, me, tell me what tell me what type of day is it? What do you mean what type of day? What is time it? I'm sorry, what like what time in the day? Oh what time in the day? A little after is it lunch. nighttime? <clears throat> it's a little after lunchtime. A little after lunch, so it's getting dim. After lo- Oh no no like, like noon? Noon. Yeah. Like it's a little after noon. Okay. Can I try and dissect his thoughts? Are you casting detect thoughts? <clears throat> On Shanks, yes. Sure. Uh, surface thoughts uh, doesn't require a uh, uh, any sort of saving throw. So, uh, surface thoughts like immediate things that Salix yeah, would he, hear. You, you just hear almost like this this uh, repetition of "I can't believe this is happening again." I can't believe this is happening again. Like over and over, he's like uh, almost self. Uh, like self-punishment. Uh, can I go deeper? I know I gotta roll for that. Yeah, you can oh. go deeper. What's the Shanks has to roll for it? Yeah, What's unless he unless he willingly like allows it. But I don't think that he knows that that's, this is right. happening. So it's a I believe it's a wisdom saving throw, but just need the DC. I think it's. I think your DC is fifteen solids. Spell says. Yeah, fifteen. Sorry, I was looking. Really, yes. All right. So fifteen wisdom saving throw, Shanks. Um, uh, my dad would he have um, something that would be uh, like a solve to calm someone's nerves the suit salts okay I'll, I'll as this is happening I'm gonna kind of be like I'll be right back I'm gonna grab something from my dad and head inside and try to see if I could grab something from him okay what'd you get Shanks um, I got a, I got a three on the die so that's that's not gonna do it alright so <clears throat> diving in deeper so like what's maybe not necessarily the core but like further in besides just the self-punishment so it just go like this is more inner thoughts as opposed to the surface level thoughts you if you were to get it as a visual do you do you see it as uh, do you hear it like as words or do you see visuals or how, how do you how do you want to do this uh, my detect thoughts surface levels are just words but as I go deeper I can like mind castle yourself like I can walk through your brain space I, I will see more details so visual so visual you see 
you see him as a child standing with a sword. There's blood dripping from the sword. I stay like I look at baby shanks. Uh, I don't know if I'm allowed to interact with people's memory. Uh, no, this would be more just a visual. Like you're seeing, uh, seeing things. What is sort of like his inner thoughts? Let's get to here. Come to me. I want to get an actual read on this. Okay, so if you if you fail the save, uh, Salix would gain insight into your reasoning, if any, your emotional state, and something that looms large in your mind. And you can still you can talk to him as well as you're doing this. This lasts for a minute, so you got like you don't have a whole lot of time while this spell is uh, in effect. I was going to ask if I could send a message to his younger self. Like, um, what is it? The tech thought is concentration. The message isn't. But if I can, like, communicate with him, I would just say, I'm like, it's not your fault. Whatever happened wasn't your fault. You were young. Uh, I would say you'd be able to uh, say, you could say that out loud to Shanks, but you can't communicate. You're, you're just, you're like a... Uh, uh, passive observer. You can't interact with any of the memories or anything. You're just seeing these things. When so. w- well, when you say that, uh, you then see the image split, and you see a Shanks, uh, young Shanks, curled up in the corner, crying, and you see the other with no emotion, holding this, the weapon. Okay, okay. Um, you know that wasn't true. That's not the real you. You see the two merge and split. Merge and split. Merge and split. As they age into the shanks that you see. I think I've seen enough. I exit to now face him and speak. Okay. I think I understand. And do you have any other coping mechanisms to help balance this? He looks at you very strange. (laughs) Balance. He starts to laugh more and more as he repeats balance. (laughs) Balance. (laughs) Seems like there there are sides of yourself or versions of you within you. Do you have something to anchor the you that is you that we are speaking to now to to yourself, if that makes sense? 
when you feel that feeling coming on, do you have something to anchor yourself so you can fight that other force from coming through? He he looks at you in the most confused way. He doesn't understand what you mean by anchoring himself. He doesn't really understand what you're talking about when he feels something coming on. Just he's just not getting you at that moment. Right. You have deep recesses of trauma hidden within you. I don't know if I want to do that right here outside, but maybe later we can dive in deeper. But I was able to detect some of your thoughts and I saw some things that make a lot of sense and would explain what just happened. Um, I feel like there's a way to help you. Just know that you were not at fault personally, you, but you have another side to yourself that you may know or not know. What is your what is your take on somebody's fault? If you do something, it's your fault. That was my fault in there. Intention is that intention. Intention is up to fault. You did not, as a child, intend to do that. You did not intend to blow up just now. Those are not your intentions. That was not you. Though it impacted us and had impact on people, that does not mean it was your fault. You have caused harm, yes, but you did not intend to. That means you're still a good person. You are still in there. We just have to find a way to anchor you to the good side. He 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 tries to hold from rolling his eyes at you. I I appreciate what you're trying to do. My life has been my intent. I don't get it from a god. I don't get any of my special abilities from anything until very, very fucking recently. And that was even out of my control. So I don't know how everyone can tell me it's about the choices that I'm making and also tell me it's not my fault when I have to deal with the consequences of them. You just said you blacked out. How are you responsible for something you don't even remember? How are you accountable for something you do not recall doing? Explain that then. Is that you? No, because you, you are not cognizant at that moment. So if it's not me, then what is it? Would you like to know what I saw? See. Does he know you cast a spell? He doesn't. Huh? You saw the spell? Salix totally 100% told you flat out, I cast detect thoughts on you and I saw your thoughts. And this is why I, I ain't got shit to hide. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Said it right to your face. All right. What'd you see? I saw a baby you with a knife, a sword that was bloody. After that, 
I saw that same baby you in the corner crying and another baby you holding the knife like a sociopath with no emotions. And you guys kept splitting and coming together and splitting and coming together until this strength I see right now. There is something, some part of you that is void of emotion, void of conscience. But that little baby that was crying in the corner that felt remorseful, that's the core. So when I say it's not your fault, I mean that. I saw that shit. I take it you didn't know that. His eyes search for words. It's at this point Zex comes back out of the house and Glad is right behind him. I hand you a cup and I say, this is my father's uh, calming tea, more or less solve. Not quite what Chico makes, but it'll probably do the same. He downs it. A little bit of calming. You're still twisted up to fucking... 11, mm-hmm. but it's the edge has been taken off for sure. Do you want space? Do you want time? Do you want company? What do you need? Just don't want to be a fucking burden. And he Nobody said that. Walk off. I like put a hand on her shoulder. I'm like, a burden to who? I'm looking at him like the Lisa Simpson. <laughs> That's a good one. I really, I really thought, I really thought I could handle this by myself. Well, you see how far that's got you. You have a literal whole group of people that care for you, want to have your back, want to see you grow and succeed. It will literally do anything for you. Y'all just met me and y'all went and found my kidnapped ass. Are you serious? <laughs> like, be for real. Clearly alone is not working. Yeah, Glad pipes up. You remember Kyver, right? We didn't throw him away. <laughs> <laughs> ah! He's got a point. I, I just thought if, if I could remain strong through whatever the fuck we have to do, that somehow it would it would all be all right but i can't i can't fucking be strong and let my guard down maybe that's the trick to let your guard down let us in and you'll find strength in that because you'll have us What if letting you in makes things unsafe for you? And he looks you in the eye deeply as he holds back tears. Planes are literally colliding. The world is about to end. The constable's on our ass. Nothing is safe. So what is your point? 
what's one more thing with someone we care about trying to help them but like define unsafe <laughs> you know who we are right we've literally been jumping from one fight to the next fight to the next fight to the next fight for as long as i've known you everyone i mean everyone has got baggage and has been through some shit and i guarantee you're not the only one feeling exactly the way you're feeling i may have not reacted how you're reacting but guilt heavy on my heart oh, do i want to feel like a burden to you guys absolutely not That's why I try to do all that shit that I keep trying to do, as opposed to, you know, talking about my shit. Because when I talk about it, I end up going with emotion and just blurting and just getting angry and frustrated, or I become a quiet sociopath who just drinks myself. So crazy. Craziness. Oshina was saying, oh, I've died. I don't want to do it again. We've all at this point, death, all the things that keep happening to this group. It's not uncommon at this point. So you can't try to feel alienated and feel like you're the only one that gets to experience that and fuck us because we're going to, we're not you. Like, seriously, I stood up to a cult I've been running from for two centuries because I had you guys with me. I would have never done that by myself. You got this, you have us. Between me, you and Kyver and Galahad, we've all had fucked up traumatic childhoods. I get it, but we're still here right now. Despite all the shit that we fucking been through, did we deserve it? Absolutely fucking not. Could we change it? No. Why do you think the journeyman picked us? To I mean, not all of the fucking entities out there. Why took a us? gamble on a couple wild cards? And what makes us wild cards? <laughs> You've met us when we first met. It's more of a rhetorical question. We all have checkered pasts. We all have overlapping backstory. Any number of reasons at this point. Common threads. I sometimes feel split from myself. Don't know what it means. I don't know why it happens. But I remember having a disconnected
and you can see he really holds back his next did you have it sounds like this disconnect the thing that came as a result of whatever experience you had whether it was there to help process this trauma or protect you from said trauma is just as much as part of you as the other side that Sox was talking about. That sociopathic part was there to protect you when you felt in danger. That happens sometimes. We compartmentalize, we dissociate, we do things in ways to protect literally your inner child. You must have been in danger and a part of you came out to protect you because you needed to. Did you want to do it? Probably not. Did you feel you have to, to save yourself, fight or flight? Probably. But when you feel in danger or upset, that part that has no emotion that can do what needs to be done without you feeling bad comes out. Out of game, real talk, it sounds like the Hulk. It literally sounds like you <laughs> created the Hulk no, I was like thinking split or what happened with uh, out, out of game. I'll, I'll give you because and you got you got a, enough. Of, you got enough of it where you can kind of get. Shanks has been bipolar the whole time. I'm about to say I'm like split person. I knew it was a mental disorder. That's why yeah. I'm using the word. You hear me use the words. I'm like, like I talked. Yeah. I talked with Tommy about this years ago, and I was like, I'm I'm bringing essences of trauma that that i've had i mean growing up if you guys get a chance watch um a documentary called katrina babies mm-hmm. uh, and you will get a good i i thought it was a, a a really clear representation of what it's like growing up in new orleans like it was like i didn't even realize you know things that um you know even though my parents kept me as safe as they could just things that they would say or context that would be around conversations how we'd stay next to the windows if you know what i mean like different things that it's like in your childhood you don't feel safe and so even though i never exhibited full symptoms of things i had tendencies mm-hmm. so i played around with that with the character and this is the this is the first time it's uh it's yeah. really coming to light I, as you were saying i immediately thought like hulk like you literally yeah. had something that was created as a result of yeah. a traumatic survival. experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, survival, that's a yeah. real thing. It's yeah. a real thing. Oh yeah. Uh, I mean, just you know, in and out of game. It's like it, we've all brought elements of our personalities into these characters. So, you know, I figured I'd work this out with y'all. I appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you for getting that deep with us. Tonight. Listen, clearly I'm yeah. here. My therapist, my therapist, I have two therapists. They be working. Clearly I'm. Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Back in it, back in it. Okay. Uh, I see some, I take notice of the blue energy coming off of Glad at this point. What's blue the blue rings. energy? She's, you can see that. Oh, I was just gonna say you can see that she's been doing some sort of uh, like a meditation ritual, and uh, you don't notice any blue energy. Like it's it's sort of like a it's uh, over the course of many years of practice and whatnot. The same type of meditation that uh, Salix would do, and being in tune both with our, the arcane and the uh, natural world, sort of basically like sending good energy to you like aura wise to try and help soothe 
soothe what's happening. As that starts to happen, he you see him chuckle a little bit. Glad sort of Glad sort of looks and she's still in the meditation, but she calmly and extremely slowly asks Shanks. Are you familiar with the part of you that splits? And if you aren't, do you want to be familiar with that part? I'm terrified of that part. Do you communicate with that part of yourself? No. At this point, she kind of just like slightly closes her eyes in like a haze, just staring a little bit past Shanks, but with him. And she slowly looks back at Shanks. Shanks, there will come a time where in order to not be terrified, in order to heal from the damage that has caused this split, you will have to face them. I know you know this. However, this time, you're not a child. And this time, you have the support of a party that killed a fucking vampire. She kind of she kind of lets him giggle at that while giving a, a little smile but staying in the meditation and looks at him with sort of like the motherly eyes that she always has. Listen to Salix. Take the support of Quill. Allow me to hold space for you. You have protectors now. This party isn't going to leave you behind. And this party will never, ever see you as a burden. You are needed here, as is every single member of this party. And she just like kind of goes back to holding space, allowing them to talk or allowing him to respond. But he, she, he, she looks a little he, different now. He falls he falls into it for a while, closes his eyes, and when you every time you say the party, he winces a bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And in the wince, he looks at you with uh a clarity that he didn't have before. It's hard to be around someone who reminds me so much of my father. I think in this lies the healing for where we are triggered is where we are given the opportunity to do the most growth. 
He holds a picture of someone in his head. Just that would see Not anymore. Nope. The minute's okay. up. Okay. I thought the thought was ten minutes. One minute. The no. spell is one minute. The aberrant mind feature that Imogen uses is ten minutes because it is part of her sorceress origin. I let Shanks know not feeling now is not the right time, but when you're ready to delve deeper in process, maybe we could do a guided meditation where and slash hypnosis where we dive deep and I detect your thoughts and I can walk you through and talk you through what I see and help you confront those things. And if you're open, I would like to be there for that session and hold space for ritual for protection. Thank you. And God is still in the meditation and just like hanging, hanging around. You can see he is, he has gone from falling into it to fighting it a bit. I see that he's fighting it and I just go and like squeeze the shit out of him and give him a huge hug. It's mm. okay. Let go. We are here. Glad's meditation is sort of waning because it took a lot of energy to help heal his aura. And she sees that he sort of got the message even though he's not ready right now and she allows the meditation to fall. There is a palpable change for those that can detect it, but it's not harsh. It's just different. I'm still holding him because I would feel the change would be something where you kind of like you're being held up and it's like a release, so I hold on to him through that. <laughs> he, he really, you can see, he struggles to accept your warmth that's fine I'll wear you down in the best way let me love you Shanks <laughs> let me love you orphan boy <laughs> and then uh, in true glad form now go hold a fucking tree or something get your shit together we got stuff to do Let's go. And let's go eat. You want to you want to Zachary? You want to Zachary? I think I've drank enough for a while. That is fair. <laughs> I make him some shamamale tea. Yeah, he would definitely <laughs> take some of that. Shamamale. It's, it's chamomile, but I will only call it shamamale from here forward. <laughs> I'll let the three of them walk inside first and kind of just like catch my breath after like taking all that in because as much as that conversation was and is for shanks part mm-hmm. of zex was just like oh yeah mm-hmm. and glad senses that for sure it was very clear mm-hmm. yeah Alex yeah. as well the words are for everybody that could hear exactly yeah. exactly mention of the party meant mention of like everyone who supports everyone in the party which is the party yeah Thank you guys. Thanks, you guys, for that out of game, out of game. Thank you for that. That was that was awesome. 
Aww, I'm so glad I was a way to do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would say we can like, walk back inside and whatnot. Can we all yeah. gather up and uh... Shanks would go and uh, apologize to Zex's parents for the disturbance. Ryan just pat you on the back. Probably gone through some shit. Don't worry about it, man. We all have our shit to deal with. And said he's like, "Are you okay?" She comes over and, and gives uh, you a hug. Come, come here. She's so sweet. <laughs> you're gonna be uh, fine. No, you know that. You, fingers on your temples. She you know afraid for me. Gives a tight smile. And- Looks over at um at Argyle. He gently touches him on his shoulder and, and says, I'm, "I'm sorry, man." All right, man. We've all uh we've all had some art drawn on us after a night of drinking, and uh, I know it, it could be pretty upsetting. You know, we didn't mean anything by it. Just giving you a hard time. I know. Is he is he back at the table? Yeah, yeah, he's back at the table. Uh, how long were you outside? Uh, let's give it a rough 20. Yeah, 20, 25 minutes. Yeah, Average cool off period. Exactly. During that point, Salix went out and then Zex went out. And then Zex came back in, talked to Rind, and he left again. And then Glad followed afterward. And then maybe about 10 minutes after that is when everyone came back in. Zex being the last one in by like maybe 10, 15 seconds. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so I guess I guess must have finished everything. Uh, looking at at uh, at uh, Shanks. Are you all right? He looks at you, and it's almost like if you you can imagine like when someone has two different emotions conflicting at the same time and he pauses and no if I'm going to be completely honest with you no I am not alright are you on the journey towards feeling alright The fact that you asked makes me feel a bit better. Just know the uh, antics, the drinking and the the joking. It's things we would do in the in the ridge, and you all feel like close to home. We would do it to anybody. I would do it to anybody. You weren't around when we hung Tyver up upside down. No, I was not there for that, but I did hear about it. I'll do it again. <laughs> you just you hear from, whoever, from the whoever back. Is, whoever is facing uh, Seti, you see her face like, because <sighs> she knows who Kyver is. Right. Uh, 
Oh, like she knows. She knows. She knows. She knows he is yeah. one she of the mm-hmm. one yeah. of the ones that left. I mean, I just and, that got taken. Yeah, and Zex no, Zex told her that Kyver was with the group. Yeah. Oh, okay. this is happening. I yeah. sneak up behind Shanks and just push him into Galahad for a big ass bear hug. Oh. <laughs> As this as this is all going down, I, I hope you understand. I, my arms are not around him. I'm not embracing him. Yeah, yeah. No, but I'm, I'm sandwiching no, no, him onto you, like, no, 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 and I'm no, no. trying we to get my arms. Just chest, you, you just made a yeah. chest bump. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because neither one of us is but, hugging. I'm, I'm trying to get my arms, arms around Galahad <laughs> and you as best as possible. And I look over at Zex, like, uh, get in here. Zex awkwardly just goes and leans and just taps everyone's shoulders and Glad goes, and just runs out. right in like oh, <laughs> we getting a hug and she just comes in and where's uh, Hoshino? <laughs> Hoshino is at the ta- has been at the table the whole time like the whole section with Shanks in reality he was at the door just listening to what was going on but totally um, gesturing over for you to get in on this Salix has joined in too, and they're just like, come on. He awkwardly gets up and joins this group hug. Don't worry, you're not alone in being awkward. (laughs) So the hilarious thing is that all of these arms are surrounding And we're both like this. And we're both. (laughs) And Galahad's outlast is... Haven't I shedded enough blood for you all? (laughs) (laughs) Haven't I shedded enough blood of other things from a distance for you all? (laughs) And Glad just is just like, nope. And feel the squeeze a little bit more. What dexterity say would I need to wriggle out of this? (laughs) I I, I start to let go and I I walk back over to my mom. It's quick. It's this person yeah. already. You're you're free. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I'll, it just I'll... felt like a long time. Yeah. He's uh. Yeah. He's he awkwardly thanks everybody for for the attempt of whatever the fuck that was. I don't know what that and was. I don't I don't know what that was. But but he got he goes listen that there's a lot of things pulling at me right now, and for some reason I'm I'm feeling it very hard to get a sense of myself. So, for whatever it's worth, I appreciate the grounding. Ryan, do you hear Ryan in the back just go, okay, and just sort of like, (laughs) after that whole long silence, okay, and (laughs) breaks the awkward silence and sort of steers steady out of the room. Let's give them some space. I would I would have leaned into my mom and said like this kind of stuff isn't very normal but it is like pranks and outbursts and whatnot. Kyver deserved to get hung from the rafters and have bees poked at him though because he had an affinity for punching people in the junk. So yeah, that that prank was well earned. Shanks Shanks just relaxed for a day and <laughs> who is this Kyver? He was one of our party members and uh, another one of the kids from the village. What village? Here, from Namora. Oh. And he was a party member. What happened? Um, 
he's off safe. in the middle of the night or some he's, shit. He, he's safe now. Uh, he's doing his own thing. He's possibly still on Nymora. We don't know. Or he's possibly still on Sloan. But um, he's safe. We lost the rogue and the cleric. <laughs> yeah. Galahad's way of saying fuck if I know. At this point, we've lost an artificer, a druid, rogue cleric, and now a fighter. So. Two rogues. Yeah. Did you say this out loud? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hoshino gives like this this look of like utter none shock. Of, none of them are dead, Hoshino. They're just <laughs> their paths have just oh. split off. Oh, we okay. haven't lost them in that sense. I I was about to be uh, <clears throat> very worried. We, we, there. No, I, yeah. <sighs> well, I guess we must Chains also give you, be comforting. Chains our, give you a quick can't lie to him. We don't know of everyone's fates, but... Ah, yes. You know, we didn't see them die, so... Are you lying? No. Technicality is a bar. I can care. Gonna say he's not lying. Okay. Best of our knowledge, they're all still alive. So. Yeah. Yep. That works for me. <laughs> um, I'm gonna add. I'm. I'm. I would imagine like I'm a few inches taller than my dad. Like I got more build than he does. Than he does. True. Um, I'll ask him. Uh, where where uh, like a local like tailor or like a, somewhere where I can get like nicer clothes could be in town i tell him like literally i have adventuring gear and like these two pair of traveling clothes essentially i don't really have anything presentable if we're going out on the night but you know uh he's like uh, i i i'll be honest with you your mother does most of the clothes shopping because i don't know how to do anything with this uh, but she likes this place called. Uh, I give him a light shoulder pat and just go. It's okay. <laughs> There's a place that she goes to for me. I really like the clothes. Uh, it's called uh, the Knitwit. It's like three trees down. It's uh it's run by this uh, uh, like tiger fella, uh, uh Mr. Stream. Mr. Stream, got it. Um, we're dressing up for the evening. I I kind of want to. I feel like Ryan's like you're going in your armor, Galahad. Oh, you're right. This is the loner shit. I mean, like before you were a beacon of light, but now like you're right. I mean, this is you this, might as yeah. well switch the drip up, son. Did I say that right? Yeah, you got it. You got it, man. No, that's yeah. That's Ryan. Ryan literally. Said, that's what he says. Did I say that right? <laughs> you got it, pops. Yeah, you got it, pops. All right. Yes, this uh, this armor is ill-fitting. Ugh. These two weeks need to go by fast. I just figure, uh, you know, we've never. I don't know if, about you guys. I don't have any proper clothes to meet dignitaries or just be out on the night of a town and not feel like an adventurer, you know? Is it improper for me to keep condos with me? 
Brian's Dude. like, I mean, it depends on where you go, really. I think you. I think most people will be probably intimidated by you just sheerly by the fact that you're a Goliath down here. But the seven and a half foot long sword, really, you know, sort of really does the trick. Mm. It's a good ensemble piece. I yes, think, as I, you I, as you say the the drip. Yes. <laughs> he, he he points to the the uh the dire tiger skin. He's like keep the keep the skin too. Oh yes, no, of course. This this goes with everything. Oh yeah. This is quite popular. He starts stroking. He's literally the king from <laughs> coming to America. <laughs> yep. The, the tiger goes with yep. everything. James yep. O. Jones. Yep. A hundred percent. Yep. hundred percent. Orange or orange, white or white, doesn't matter. Oh my god. Uh, so yeah, I'll put it out there if anyone wants to do a little quick clothes shopping before we head out uh, on town tonight. Sure, I'm, I'm I'm excited to make someone earn their money. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they'll have to make some adjustments for you. But uh, you guys carried us in a size Jesus fucking Christ. It's like yeah, no, we have, uh, <laughs> we have one in stock. <laughs> I, I can accompany you, but I, I'm sure my uh, taste in fashion has long since aged. It's called could, vintage drip. You got you this. Could, you could you could still come. Yeah, and I I am perfectly willing to. It sounds like fun. Yeah, it'd be good to spend some gold on something that's aside from drinking and. And all the other things and weapons and weapons and armor and, and, and bubble wands and whatnot and flying ships eventually. Yeah, yeah. Glad's like, hey, it's going to come in handy. It's worth. Listen, well worth it. Well worth it. It'll be yeah. the day. <laughs> and when I'm that day comes, Galahad, I'm looking at you. I'll be looking right back out. You. <laughs> I'll be looking right back at you, at you in pride. She gives you like a satisfied smile. <clears throat> yes, you yes, I want to go shopping. <laughs> uh, I was just like, I'm in. All right. Uh, so Galahad gets up. Uh, excuse me. So he's gonna he's gonna go and take off his his loner armor and just be in his regular clothes mountain clothes yeah with cloak can you describe the mountain clothes to me the mountain clothes uh so i would say because it's been so long i would at this point be uh it'd be a, a rough uh tunic with uh open in with the v which has like the strings that you can tie together mm-hmm. um they cuff at the bicep all the way down and then he's got um just the light pair of you know, light pair of worn, uh, comfortable, like like not slacks. I'm trying to think of the right word to use. Um, just some sort of like worn pants that are uh, comfortable for the skin and, and wick sweat, mm. like some you know medieval Under Armour shit. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Fuck yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> um. Yeah, and then he has this his tiger cloak uh, and his other cloak and uh, his uh, the sword like a proper badass mm-hmm. 
All right. What'd you guys like to do? You guys going shopping? Yeah. Getting some drip. Let's Getting do it. Some drip. <clears throat> for it. All right. So you guys make your way down. Uh, it's a uh, one terrace down, bump three or four trunks uh, towards the center of the city. Come onto this uh, beautiful little shop front. Um, uh, the sign out front sort of has uh, it's like a banner being held uh, held side by side, almost like a scroll. But the the scroll ends are uh, knitting needles. Um, and uh, as you walk in, uh, you can sort of see a wall of fabric sort of in the back. It's a, a, a shorter it's, uh, width-wise. It's maybe only about twenty five feet wide, uh, but it goes back for like a solid fifty or so feet. So it's like more. It's longer than it is wider as you walk in um and uh all along the walls you see different racks of uh like pre pre-made clothing so it's not like a straight up tailor shop where it's just fabrics and you know it mm-hmm. takes some several days to make things like pre-made stuff uh in the back uh at the counter as you guys continue to move forward um is roughly about a seven foot tall a uh, very sort of broad-shouldered uh, tiger tabaxi. Do I get a rough sense of like how old he is? Like, a, is he like our my age or like a little bit older? Little, probably a little bit older than your father. Okay. So, oh, older, older gentleman. You can sort of see the gray in in the muzzle. Okay. Uh, good afternoon. How's it going? Uh, Mr. Stream, I presume? Yes. Uh, my father, Ryan, uh, sent me over here. My mom, Seti, uh, apparently loves your your oh. wares. How's the young lady doing? <laughs> She's doing okay. Doing okay. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, my, what can I do for fr- all of you? My friends and I, we're adventurers and we don't... Uh, we found ourselves in need of nicer attire as we... Uh, don't really have any for nights out such like this. He sort of takes a, you know, like a breath in, begins to walk around the counter and like heavy handedly, like not trying to be heavy handed about it, but definitely mm. heavy handedly smacks you on the back. <laughs> You've come to the right place. <laughs> Pick your poison. And he sort of like broadly gestures towards the store. What'll it be? Um, I actually do have something in mind. I'm going to drop it in the chat first. Yeah. But what, guys... What's everybody going towards? <sighs> um, and it, sky's the limit. Like this dude's, this dude's a beast. Literally okay. and figuratively. <laughs> <laughs> so this is, there? this is, Go. This is a go for it moment. I'm just looking for something. So with my armor, I can make it look like any other piece of clothing, correct? Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you have the glamour. Uh-huh. So, like, as we're walking through, Hoshino's kind of just like glancing at pieces, and he'll like he'll shrug, and like it'll change for a moment before reverting back, and he's just like, "Nah, eh, it's not what I want." 
but by the end of it, he kind of gets a this this rough idea in his head. And in in a final kind of like flourishing move, movement, you know, uh, his normal, you know, as you can see, very plain like robes turn into a very much more almost regal appearance. And this is what it looks like. These, this, these white and, and dark purple overtones with feathers that kind of spout off into like a half cape down the back. Um, meeting together in like these silvery cuffs at his hands uh, and he kind of just like looks and kind of gives himself a nod he, he looks and I, I'm assuming they'll have like a mirror of some sort there mm-hmm. there are and several like, silvered and, mirrors and he kind of nods to himself pleasantly it, 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 is, it is definitely a mixture between new age and like old antique type fashion very nice I'm, I'm looking. Oh yeah, yeah. Zex same, would, same, same. Zex would come across like a row of almost like vests, but they're very like formal, um, almost like male corset vests, where the back is uh, very uh, intricately designed with um, a lot of like velvet uh, kind of kind of material, <clears throat> uh, multicolored. Uh, he spots one that the base is. Uh, a darker, um, almost similar to uh, similar to the green of his own like uh, hood, um, and then the brown is uh, like it's one of those things where he's like he's just falling into that same color pattern, and he's like this actually might work for me. Um, so he's looking, and it has like uh, the faintest bit of like trims of like other like nature colors but it's mostly like a darker like nighttime nature colors of a vest uh with a shirt that's a very uh very nice proper uh button down shirt uh no tie or anything of the sort it doesn't even have a top button at all um that uh you know falls to his wrist but uh he'd uh he would probably have it up to his elbow uh, he finds a nice pair of pants to match, um, and yeah, that's that's about it. Mister Stream, as he's helping you put this all together, um, he gives you a vest that has like a, a like a pocket in the front, mm-hmm. on the like a breast pocket. And he puts a like a, a bright sort of uh, gold uh, square pocket square, mm-hmm. and there he's just he looks like he just. You just need a pop of color. I appreciate it. I like it. If you don't have that, you're just going to blend into the background. Oddly enough, it's uh, something I'm used to. Well, then why are you going out of your way to do it to yourself? You're right. You're right. You look good, kid. I'm just saying. Thank you. It's not something I uh, often do, so figured i'd i'd stick to colors that i'm used to but you know this uh this is quite the setup you have here of course been in business for quite a long time and he goes he gestures over to uh hoshino so you should uh take a little bit more of a leap like your friend i think you could pull it off 
in due time. Don't feel like I'm pressing you. Perhaps eventually I will step a little bit further out of my comfort zone. Oh, he's telling Zex to Zex be more it. like you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, That's he's right. gesturing okay. over and being like, you gotcha. went from the normal stuff to like the the yeah. the purple and white and silver, and he's like, You should be more like him. Ocean oh, kinda like like me. <laughs> um Does he have I would imagine he does. He has whatever you want. Okay. So I'll start looking at like uh jackets that are a little uh, more fitted. Um, something. Oh man. Now, now I'm going crazy with colors. I immediately wanted to say black, but I feel like that's no. Yeah. I'm going to walk over. I'm going to find myself a, um, a fitted blazer with a hood um no uh front buttons it, it doesn't uh come into each other but it's not even lapel it's just straight up like um a nice collar that goes around and has the slightest bit of corner to them and stops around my collarbone and then just falls into a buttonless um front Very nice. What's everybody else looking at? Glad is in something very flowy. Uh, I'm going to uh, say for now, she can uh, change that if she will. Uh, Salix, I'm going to let Salix describe what's going on. <laughs> yeah, uh, just let me know that uh, the event is running late. Uh, oh, they said anything androgynous for me. I think Taylor suit garnet wearing the dress uh oh from cb universe what garnet was wearing for for the wedding all right cool i'm here for it um, i got you a nice vest black and red purple accents i was gonna ask uh mr stream if if because we're adventurers does he have anything that would accommodate uh something hidden i know we're about to john wick the shit out of this but essentially my only two items would be my uh collapsing pole and my blink dagger he looks at you and he says he gestures towards the blazer that you just popped on he's mm-hmm. like i feel like that does it suitably do you not have holsters for those things no but yeah you've got plenty of pockets yeah okay zex like zex finds that there's a pocket almost on the back of his uh like where his wing would be underneath uh and slips the pole collapsing in there and then uh puts the blink dagger actually tucked behind his belt expecting to be ambushed I wish I can joke and say no but uh such is our life all right stream helps Argyle with his 
vest and uh, oh yeah the vest is going on top of that very nice oh wait hold on there we go Ooh. Ah. oh nice look at this the boy's going shopping <laughs> Uh, Galahad, when you point out this thing, he's he has it made for someone roughly about his size, and he's like maybe a foot and a half shorter than you. Um, he goes, "Give me about ten minutes." He pulls the largest one that he has, comes over, and sort of like snaps his finger, and you see uh, out from one of his pockets uh, is like a tape measure that sort of like measures across. Well, he's, he's just got his hands at his side, he's looking, he's writing stuff down. Yeah, the tape measure just does all the all the measurements he needs. Goes over and you see him alter it again with like a like tools that sort of get up and help him do the dexterous work. And about maybe ten minutes later, he walks back over, but lets you go into a fitting room, check it out, fits like a glove. I mean, you were big before, but you you look bigger now. Like it's one of those like fits mm. to all the right spots. Yeah. It's essentially like armor. <laughs> Just nicer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd I give think- you I'd give you a, a, a leather armor uh <laughs> for your AC. For yeah. this for that particular thing. You're 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 wearing light armor right now. Yeah, yeah. I literally okay. looked up uh, formal Very nice. Mini. It's literally it's a Gavison costume. Essentially, is what I found. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> I think Zex. I'm I'm guessing that he has like um like hints of pops of like not jewelry, jewelry, but like accent pieces kind of thing. I uh, mean, yeah, for the more formal stuff, it's kind of like the whole yeah. So Zex know, is gonna links and all that yeah, fun stuff. Zex is gonna try to find something either like uh like a bronzish um kind of piece and uh some like a darker piece and try to find something that's either like an arrow an acorn like something nature or closer to me uh a wolf uh bird anything of that sort and have them as uh the chain that comes down and then uh he'll accent them with cufflinks that kind of match sure like I said, this is whatever you guys want it to be. So we're doing pocket watches, monocles, and top hats, or if you want to, <laughs> no. if you if you're feeling if you're feeling, I'm digging the outfits right now. So like I'm, I'm here for listen, it. man. This is I'll, something I'll, we I'll, have I'll, yet to do. So I'm I'm here for everyone getting into like <laughs> picking their picking their their. Uh, I, I love for a good a night drip episode. This will make for some good art, like uh, like modern day, like half our all of our characters dressed up in uh, modern day clothes and uh, casual yeah. stuff too. I feel like it'd be like the um, the Marvel Gala event, the Hellfire Gala that they do. Well, like any anime, like you, you constantly see people True. drawing like yeah. Demon Slayer characters in today's clothes, um, just casually chilling and stuff, and that's always dope art. Yeah. Fuck yeah, Shanks. So Shanks will look over at uh, what everybody's selecting. He kind of gets pieces of the different things that are around and 
comes up with something that he masks of many faces into, which is a elven ornate vest, uh, kind of with the shoulder area is exposed and goes down into an all black motif. Mr. Stream walks um, over gold to Gold accents. Yeah, it'll have, uh, it does this cool thing that where the light passes on it. It turns from like, uh, the reflections have like a little gold shimmer on them. Mr. Stream. Like, paint job going on in the clothes. That's dope. Yeah. I can make that for you physically. Turns over to uh, Hoshino too and says, "I can do the same thing for you, but it's up to either either one of you." It's actually up to him. And Shanks points over to Galahad. Hoshino kind of like glances at Galahad and he goes, "I'm afraid I don't have any currency from this age, so I am fine with going on this." However, can we stop? It's fine. We're getting what we need to get. We need to Again, stop. And this is not a towing expense. <sighs> this is simply for fashion. Exactly. It's this for is... all of us. The last time we tried to spend a lot of money on one person in the group yeah. that got kidnapped. We tried to have them have a good time if they don't work out very well. This is going pretty good. Galahad should be okay with this. We'll have a good time. Mm-hmm. Well, then to have these robes in person would be a great honor. I would love to display your skills. It's going to take me a little bit of time, but I could do that. I have patience. When do you need it by? Um, when, when do we need it by, guys? <laughs> I don't know. Technically, like, we can come back and get them because we're coming back, but like anyone who can get stuff off the rack and get stuff off the rack, you guys can, you know, glamour or disguise self yourself you know i figure if you want to wear them today i don't know how yeah, fast they today, could do it but like fast yeah so that's a question that's a more a question for you guys than me like me i just wanted something so like yeah. if we're ever in the presence of a king we don't look like schmucks for yeah. the most part like you guys are coming to a dinner gala in your gear you know <laughs> he just how, he wants he just wants to know so you guys can give him whatever answer how soon i mean we were planning on i believe going out tonight can you have it done tonight I know it's a little unrealistic, but if possible, we kind of have an event tonight, so maybe we, we can dress up if possible. The two of you? Yeah, uh, it would just be Shanks and uh, Hoshino's. Yeah. I think everyone else found their stuff for the most part. I can have it tonight. Perfect. I'll put a rush on. Much obliged. Oh, well, uh, it ain't gonna be cheap. I can hear I can Galahad clenching the back. Of- <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I he actually makes it. And he, he actually makes a, a comment. He's like, and I can hear his asshole clench from when I say those words. <laughs> <laughs> his ear, his ear, it sort is. of like perks back towards Galahad. <laughs> uh, it's fun. We 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 don't have to spend it if. No, no, no. It's fine. Well, what'll... How much will it be? 
for the whole lot. Mm -hmm. 50 gold. Uh, uh, I'll, I hand him the 50 gold. Looks like I'm staying late tonight. Or the I give him five platinum, just to make it easier. Mm -hmm. Pockets it, keeps a coin out, and so it does like the coin roll trick. Nice little shuffle. Mm -hmm. I was like, hmm. Very nice. Out of game, it's like we keep forgetting that like we have all so much money. <laughs> yeah, when he was he was like, like, I'm like, man, how many like, we're like, we just it's drop? like it's like it's not a magic item, gold. you know? It's like fifty gold. Like, <laughs> it, right. Yeah, that's not. It's yeah, not you're not thing. you're not buying a bunch of crazy. You're getting clothes done. Like yeah, most of crazy. most of that was the rush order on on yeah. On, yeah. Essentially, we spent like five hundred bucks on clothes just now. Yeah, yeah. I think we didn't say it out loud. Like that was it. <laughs> but did I say yeah, no, no, I, no. You just you just saw Tom's face go like. <laughs> hey, you gotta fake it till you make it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and exactly. like, oh, oh man! And I was like, oh, oh, you know, oh, okay, pleasantly surprised. I mean, we give yeah. we give gold all the time for fucking tips, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yep, make make a lot of people's day. You guys are the high rollers. Like, hey, here's a hundred. <laughs> Take well, it. Out. Yeah, come back in a few hours. I'll have those ready for you. Actually, before you go, he gestures to Hoshino and uh, Shanks, snaps his fingers again, and uh, all the measurements and everything with the like mage hand, essentially. All right. Thanks, sirs. Thank you. Appreciate the uh, expediency. Well, you paid for it. Definitely worth it. I'll have to thank my mom for the recommendation. That's how I built this business, son. Word of mouth. Sounds good. Uh, have a good day. You as well. Too. Uh, are we heading to the docks to like let whoever know? You guys technically said that you would come to them tomorrow, but the oh they tomorrow all, they, they all said the sooner the better. So if you want to tell them today, they're not going to be upset. Okay. I don't know why I thought uh, we said a couple hours, but up to you guys. <clears throat> oh, we can. Whatever's easier. We're making our way over there. Sure. Or we can time jump. You guys can choose to be like, yeah, we're just going to skip ahead to later in the day. That's totally acceptable. We do not have to role play every minute of Bless the vacation it. unless you want to. <laughs> if you it. want to, we can do that. We don't um, have to. You guys, you guys had anything you wanted to do? Oh, no, nah, that's pretty much it for me. Um, flash forward. Flash forward. Let's, uh, let's pick up Galahad's girl from... Uh, work no she's meeting us there she's meeting us oh there. Right, right right okay or you can surprise her I mean more gentleman like and uh no pick her up uh nope no right. nope. she she made her statement of what she wanted and that's exactly what she's getting 
I'm not going to assume that I'm going to surprise somebody. <laughs> All right. So you guys get your drip. Looks exactly like what you guys had put together. I actually offer to like uh, for my mom and dad to come with us. They're both like, you guys go have fun. We're just, we're, it's going to be the first night home where it's just us. So you guys go, you guys go have fun and don't come back. (laughs) (laughs) Have a good night. And uh, Ryan stops you at the door and he's like, you know, your mother's a light sleeper. Please do not fucking wake her up in the middle of the night when you come home. I'll, I'll, let the party know. Stealth room. She's going to have flashbacks when we went on our impromptu vacation. Yep. I got you. What I heard is we're showing up fucking hammered at like 3 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> what I heard is Zex has passed on Trace, right? Yep. Yes, he does. We do it very... Alex will just cast silence. Right? <laughs> Between silence and uh, passive trace, we're just. Alright. Alright. So you guys Set the way. scene. I feel like this is going to be like us, like outside the cotton club or something like that. Like some sort of like Motown, bluesy kind of club in Harlem. Like, I, I don't know. Like, that's the vibe I'm feeling. <laughs> we can do that if you want. Um, so you guys make your way down. It's uh, on the uh, terrace that is uh, just above the ground level. You make your way to this fairly large establishment. Um, takes up a good chunk of like sort of the edge of the block. Uh, on the interior, you can see there are lots of different people uh, within the uh, Tabaxi, uh, you see some uh, elves, and you see some people that have some. Uh, you haven't. I, I would say maybe some of you have run into shifters, but you can tell so there are some people that are definitely not human or elves, but currently have the appearance of humans or elves. But there are some sort of an, uh, you know, animalistic features that that they all carry. Is it shifter like closer to Cavella or like a, a spattering of shifter? All over the place. Just like the different types of tabaxi that are there. It's like it's a just a smattering of different people. Mainly cool. wood elves. I mean, you guys are in a, a massive tree city, so mm. it makes sense that there would be wood elves here. Um, but yeah, that's what you guys see uh, as you walk in. I'll pop over a little ambiance. Uh, just to cover this is the place that we were meeting at or is this a different place uh this is the place that you are meeting at is the fancy oh. uh the faint mandolin okay cool come into the hall uh lot huge space uh there currently is a uh someone playing uh a lute down on the other end uh so so uh, possibly opening act um, uh, up towards the bar on the right as you walk in. Like I said, it's very large space. So like this is walking into like some of the bigger like clubs that you may have been to. So not like a uh, House of Blues style, but like uh, a little bit. Uh, 
I'm having trouble describing one because I've never been to any of them down in, in, in your area, so I don't have any uh, visual context. Let's say it's like the uh, like the Palladium up here in uh, in Worcester, Mass. Um, you see to the right along the uh, right-hand wall uh, on the bar, you see Aura. Uh, she's sitting at the bar, sipping a drink, uh, wearing uh, looks like uh, the equivalence of like your standard sort of uh, what the best way to describe it. Like, nice top, uh, well-fitting uh, pants, that sort of thing. She looks good, but she didn't like get dressed up, dressed up, but she looks or looks nice. She looks she looks really nice outside of like her work uniform. Um, sees you and, and waves and sort of gestures over to come to the bar. <clears throat> oh, hello, Aura. Hi, hi. Hey, is everybody here? Wow, everybody came. Yes, this is a nice establishment. Yeah, yeah. This is uh, this is one of the really nice places. It's uh, it's been around. It's been around longer than obviously I've been alive. But yeah, this is <laughs> this is one of the one of the nice spots in here. I've never I've never really been here. I've heard about this place. No wonder they all the all the big bards play through here. Oh, <clears throat> good to en- enjoy your first time with us. Absolutely. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, what do you guys be having? Uh, I'll get I'll get the first round. Uh, I look to the uh, to the bartender. I just uh, uh, what is your nicest ale? I'll have that. He looks down, and you can see this too as you as as you look down with him. They've got like. 20 different you know 20 different uh, beer taps and like the whole back is just different types of liquor bottles you see different types of bottles like you see the you see the dwarven whiskey that uh, uh, Welby had on the, in the tavern there's a, a big bottle of that you see uh, you actually see <laughs> believe it or not uh, a, a large tub uh, jug of uh, fermented mayor fermented mare's milk <laughs> as he as he sees that he looks and is that is that fermented mare's milk it is it is we uh surprisingly get some goliath down here but there's a there's one of the oh, i can't remember which which one of the clans they they brew it they they ferment it all and they distribute it throughout the heartwood Oh, uh, I will. I will have that. Can do traditional wool. Yes. All right. He breaks out like this. For for you, it looks like a small bowl. <laughs> this this looks like a fucking dinner <clears throat> dinner plate sized bowl. And he gets the jug and he pours it till it's like maybe two thirds full. Sort of like slides it towards you. And it's like this. It's it is. It looks like. It's a milky, sort of slightly off-white liquid. Then you can smell it. <laughs> uh, he drinks it. Oh, just it's like home. Really strong. 
Like, this is some of the strongest stuff you've had. And, like, you, you've you had the equivalent of, like, fucking moonshine. So, like, it's up there with some of the people, you know, the both the, the local families. He looks... He, 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 uh, he looks at the group. You must... You must try this. This is a taste of home. I always talk about Fermenter's Mare's Milk. Now is the time. Would uh, Fermenter's Mare's Milk be... Well, like, will have it? Would it have existed back then when Hoshino? Was <clears throat> yes, this is a time-honored like. This is a Hosh- uh, a drink. That, think of it like a like I I don't know if you got this from like Mon- like Mongolian culture. They drink fermented ma- they drink fermented mare's milk. So like Hoshino's the- eyes are gonna go wide at that, and it's like fermented mare's milk all the way out here. That is indeed a sign of modern colonization. I must relive the memories. <laughs> okay. Um, I guess we'll all have a, a round. We're all doing it. <laughs> so. You describe the taste to us so that our reactions are genuine. <laughs> there you go. Um, out of game. Yeah, out of game. Will it taste? <laughs> will it taste like ash to Hoshino? Yes. Yeah. God damn it. It's all for the memory. Yeah. Oh. But for the rest of us, like, what? Are, what, what would you? I feel like it's like I'm a, listening to this, and it sounds like liquid goat cheese. It sounds like it's gonna taste like ass. Yes, like, that's that. <laughs> it's in, in, my, in my head. I, I'm like, please let this be close to like horchata, like something like that. But oh. I know it's not. That <laughs> no, sounds incredible not. right now, and I wish that were the case. But something about it. I don't Joe, know, what man. was that? What was that? Uh, what was that thing you were making around the holidays? The, uh, the coquito. Oh, the coquito. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. If um, only. Uh, well, maybe. <laughs> Tommy, you give us the equivalent of what it's like. Uh, like a thicker kind of like. <clears throat> um. So what I'm seeing is it's it's very light in body compared to most dairy drinks. Has a unique, slightly sour flavor with a with with a bite from a mild alcoholic contact. Um, it's best served cold or chilled. Um, it's not giving me anything else. It's it's brewed like wine versus be, it's more like closer to wine than beer, where the fermentation occur, occurs from the sugars than yeast. All right. Or starches, yeah. Um, As you all take a sip, there's a sort of sweet note that sort of happens at the beginning. <clears throat> and as you you take the sip, it's like, it's not really, it's definitely not what you thought it was. But as you swallow, you get this sort of like sour aftertaste in the back of your throat. And those of you that aren't ready for it, which I'm going to say... Evens or odds? Uh, someone, someone, give me evens or odds. Evens, odds. Okay. odds. All right. Well, oh, wait. Uh, so odds? For one. odds. All right. Odds. 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 For the group. Odds. Um, <clears throat> most of you aren't ready for it, and it gives you a little bit of sort of like almost the whiskey cough, but it's a little bit more of like a gag. Mm. But overall, like it was that that it's you know like. 
drinking a strong whiskey when you're not ready for it. No, you you swallow it and you're like, oh, shoot. you know, like you're coughing really hard. Mm. <laughs> and it's like it still tastes good, but you're just like, oh, Jesus Christ, I didn't, I didn't think that was going to happen. Um, that's sort of the, the feeling from the aftertaste. As I'm coughing and whatnot, I'm trying to reach for like a bar, like a, a drink menu. And I, uh, I asked for a moon on the, in the mist. As you guys are all coughing, I'm drinking mine, and you just see Galahad just doing this. Hoshino, like, <laughs> Hoshino was was drinking it fine. He went to Galahad and, like, sees him doing it and, like, repeats it. that'll put some hair on your chest (laughs) Zex just just opens his shirt slightly and goes (laughs) that's fur (laughs) same difference the the two actual springs of hair pop out between the fur He makes you the moons on the mist. I asked the bartender if he has any Obsidian Crown whiskey. It's uh, and then I let him know that it's a whiskey from Iwi. Haven't gotten any in a while, but <clears throat> yeah. He pulls out uh, a small, uh, like almost tinted black bottle pops the cork there's a little bit of like a whisk it's almost like it's a ever smoking bottle but not nearly as as like just it's not abundance there's a little bit of smoke pours you out like two fingers in a in a a tumbler we're out of this for everybody this Uh, you've ever had smoked whiskey smoke any kind of like smoked whiskey you know, like where they they pour the whiskey oh, and yeah. they sit it in the container. It tastes yeah. just like that. Nice. I'm I'm a I'm a hobbyist mixologist, so I mm, mm, loving it. We had a cultural drink from Galahad. You guys could all have something from me. As I see Shanks just swirling it around, I've already chugged mine down. <laughs> <laughs> ah, smooth Shanks all the way down. Suit. I I lean into the bartender and I go, "Have you ever heard of this? Would be a very, very long time ago. It was a drink invented by the uh, the Yankoshi people. It's called." Um, I believe in the common tongue, the whispering pie. You see him think for a second. Whispering pie. I could perhaps show you the recipe, add to your repertoire. I think I've heard of something like that. I don't know how to make it. If you have the if you have the recipe, uh, I'd be. Of course, if you, if you do not mind. Of course. What would you like, sir? So. If, if you don't mind me going a little bit into this here. <laughs> oh. uh, so Hoshina kind of like uh, instructs him on how to take um, some strawberries and kind of mold them with a bit of white rum. And after, after you mull it, you strain it out 
and then you put it into you add it to um, a little bit of like strawberry cider almost and then you add a bit of like flavored vodka it, it's it's almost it's it's very similar like in terms of amount of alcohol to what we would call like a long island however it's got a very very just like a, a fruity citrusy uh like punch to it so like the first sip you're kind of you're i don't know it's kind of high in alcohol kind of but like by the second sip you're like okay oh it's okay, sweet I, so it's gonna, i could i could yeah. i could sip on this all night yeah. and you forget where i was the next morning exactly yeah it is a very sweet but it's got like that little tanginess at the end too he makes that for you straight away this is a drink that was invented by my people. If we're sharing in the ancestral drinks. Absolutely. Now this one, it is more of a cocktail rather than just like a straight shot or whatever, but... Those are the ones that sneak up on you after you've had about five or six. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Can confirm. <laughs> <laughs> really I, like I, would, I would like to accompany this toast with... A saying from my people. Er, er, some ships are wooden ships, but those ships may sink. The best ships are friendships. And to those ships, we drink. And hey, I, I like the end. And airships. <laughs> those two. I like those. Yeah. those two. <laughs> New <Hey> experiences. Shit, we're what, four drinks in? <laughs> Amongst the group? Yeah. Apparently. No, three. That's three. Three? No, did we have the uh, the Moon of the Mist, or was that just for... for I, 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 no, no, I would have given it to yeah, you yeah, guys no. if you wanted it, but... So it was a round of that, right? <laughs> I, I feel like I, everything we've ordered so far, it's so that everybody can have... It's been around. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There we go. We're, we're sharing. Sharing Mo- is sharing. Moon on the Mist uh, is this, uh, technically the same creator of Woodland Punch that you guys have. I've had. Gotcha. We've had what two different whiskeys, uh the the fermented milk and the uh, the cocktail. This would be great for it, but it uh if it was a little bit colder. Another one that Valen made. Basically a mold wine. No oh, yeah. Hey Shanks, uh what what, what do you recommend? <laughs> He leans over to the bartender. Do you have any uh, whiskey infused with herbs of the forest fashion? Out of game. D&D drink book we're making. Yeah, apparently. apparently. I have that. I have that. And I've made so many drinks from those. They are so so good. I, I was hearing you when I was walking around, but yes, I too oh, let's am do, a mixologist. Let's switch that to uh to it, it's it, let's do rum, herb infused rum. Ooh. All right. Uh evens or odds. Evens. What did I miss? Another round we're, of wait, we we're on drink. What, five. what was the last alcohol you had? Uh, the last one I remember is you giving us the whiskey. And then I was going to say, because obviously Aura is not going to be paying for all these drinks. 
to tell yeah, the bartender. Yeah, we had a round of whiskey from Zex. Yeah. A round of we had a cocktail from Hoshinel, and now Shanks is uh, making a, a round of our drinks as well. Okay, uh, I would have been a. Uh, did uh, we tell the bartender that we are now taking over the tab? We yeah. can retroactively have said that, right? Because okay. <laughs> cool. after the yeah. first round, I would have told the bartender that. Yeah. Uh, gonna, or as another round of drinks goes, she's like, I, I only got the first one, so. Yeah, <laughs> and she's been having drinks with us. Oh yeah, okay. She's cool. going. She's she's tipsy already. Uh, I would ask for like a food menu and like. A... Are we are we doing rolls or we haven't done rolls? Haven't done rolls yet. Okay. It's a common. Yeah. Oh no! It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a fancy place, so we're getting taste <laughs> levels. Oh not, yeah, where it's a fa- 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 fancy, yeah, it's fancy place. So yeah, it's it's, that's that's yeah. You can you get the can, good stuff. You get right. good stuff, so you don't get stupid drunk. You just get right. like happy drunk. Yep. <laughs> it's okay to mix, mix high quality liquors. It's when you get to that bottom barrel shit where it's just like <laughs> fast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll order like uh, some like appetizer kind of stuff for the, the lot of us. A charcuterie yeah. board? Essentially. Yeah. Sure. Assorted meats and cheeses. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, the finest of cheeses. <laughs> he pulls out a uh, round bottomed uh, like ceramic jar and you recognize the label. It is Borealis Rum. <clears throat> I recognize it. Uh, Shanks recognizes it. Oh, okay. You may recognize it as well, and I bet uh, Galahad might recognize it as well. Uh, the Forest Bastion. Oh, uh, I would is, probably uh, recognize it from. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Around. Yeah, for everyone. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, it sound like the present. <clears throat> is that around two fingers? Neat. Uh, how would how would you like it? This is a whiskey, uh, rum. No, no, it's a, it's oh, a, a herb. Yeah, herb infused rum. Oh, okay, neat. It has like so it has a very aromatic. It, it's incredibly aromatic as it pours out. Like you get all of these different. Some of it it smells a little bit of, of some dry herbs, but also like you get the almost a sort of. Uh, you know when you smell things sometimes like you can taste it as well if mm-hmm. you have it so anybody who's ever actually has so i would say galahad shanks and zex i would assume probably have had something along these lines uh, and, and at least guys, an guys, infused rum are you guys uh familiar with anise mm-hmm. yeah so when you put like anise and these kind of things and soak them in rum for like long periods of time like the flavors are incredible mm-hmm. And that's what you guys get as you as you drink uh, the Borealis rum. This starts to feel like, um, do you remember the like really fancy cocktail bar you, me, and Alyssa went to? Uh-huh. It feels like that. Blythe and Burroughs, yep. Mm-hmm. It's at this point, after the fifth round, I'm going to ask all of you to roll me a constitution saving throw. Uh, we're at uh, 10, uh, 5, 15. What's it gonna be? Uh, you all get you all get plus fours. Yay! You're giving it out. <laughs> Not a competition anymore. <laughs> yeah. You said fifteen. Yeah, DC fifteen. Okay. Oh, fucking easy. Yeah, easy. <laughs> uh, natural sixteen. It is a con save, right? Yep. Yeah. So uh, twenty-two. Twenty-three. 23. 
24. 18. Boom. Uh, how's Aura? She's feeling good. Okay. Just making sure she's not going to, you know. The, the last couple of rounds, she's actually been like like complimenting you on your uh your attire she's like you look so handsome <laughs> oh, uh okay you know, so she's at yeah. that point where like texture feels really nice so she's like rubbing uh, your arm with the, with the, <laughs> of the leather okay. she's like this is this is really nice okay yeah she see what he would have responded to that talking about the 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 person we went to and how like he doesn't really wear clothes like these so it was actually just a nice indulgence and that uh it's nice to see her in, in attire outside of her workwear. And she steps back and sort of gives <laughs> you like, uh, thank you. Yeah. Um, so uh, I asked around before you guys got here. Apparently, have you guys ever heard of Roscoe? He's a, a halfling bard that tours around uh, the southern, like the southern areas, like. He, this is a real big story. He's really, really good. Uh, I guess he's playing here tonight. In like maybe another half hour or so is when his he's gonna start. He does. It's crazy. I, I I've heard some. I've heard some cool stuff. Oh, that Roscoe. <laughs> as soon as I heard it, I was like, I know that Roscoe, but oh, we don't that, know that Roscoe. That Roscoe. Okay. Hmm. Mm. Oh, so he's coming on soon? Yeah, yeah. I think we could probably get another couple <clears throat> rounds in before uh, before we get going. Sounds good. Uh, I think it would has... be quite a treat to hear the modern bard. Hoshino, are you going to gonna prevail your talents to all the patrons here? Hi. <laughs> It has been a very long time. My my, I, I while I do a little bit of music, I I am more of a storyteller. I I don't know if this crowd quite has that kind of uh, seeking, if you will. Oh, fancy folks like fancy tales. Perhaps we'll see how drunk I get by the end of the night. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds like a challenge. I'm quite persuasive Zach when I need to be. because he knows that he can't. Like everything just turns to ash. So I don't even know if you could get drunk at this point. Wait, that's that's what I, I can get drunk. Right. It just tastes like shit. It's not It just tastes like to the bartender. He doesn't for need to round. eat, drink, or sleep, <clears throat> and it just tastes it tastes like ash when he does eat or drink. But it's still he can. I still eat. Yes. I asked for another round of whispering pines. Gets to it. No. Gives you guys another round. Cheers. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll probably end up doing the uh, the smooth sunset myself. Zex is doing very chill, smooth cocktails tonight. Like nothing too crazy out there. Just really, he really just wants to enjoy the night. For once, high. We're in a nice buzz. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. Uh, he orders uh, he uh, asks the bartender for uh, essentially uh, an old fashioned he says like uh, your nicest uh, whiskey with some sugar and some uh, 
and some bitters, please. For everyone. He, he he leans over, he goes, I mean, I have what I consider the nicest whiskey, but he sort of gestures towards the crowd. There's, tension, crowd, there's contention amongst the ranks. Uh, please tell me what you'd like for the whiskey. What is, what is your finest whiskey? And he gestures back at like the whole fucking wall, and like there's a bunch of bartenders behind, but like uh, the whole wall. Is I would wall. I would say I would take his I would take the the bartender's choice. All right, he heads over for the dwarven whiskey in the uh, the hammer, and basically makes uh, old fashions for all of you. What's the? Uh, is it like really packed? Is it starting to get packed in here, or is it? Like, yeah, it's been uh, getting packed over the last like maybe twenty minutes, half an hour, so. Like you guys still have a good look at like where the stage is, um, but definitely it's been sort of pushed front. Uh, I'll have everyone roll me another Constitution saving throw. Is it uh, lively in here where like we can't hear each other, or is it like kind of like hushed conversation and kind of just they want to listen to uh, what's going on? It's uh, I would say it's it's, it's the standard like pre-concert type of feel to it. So like it's somewhat loud, but you don't have to like yell talk to talk to each other. But you're definitely not talking at like this volume. You 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 have to project project a little bit. Just yeah. a general vibe check in the room. In the room, anything stands out. Twos, threes. It's mostly. It looks like mostly drunk people. Um, but like eighteen said, on the concert. Thirty twenty. Does a does does a nine? Does you get the, did you get the, did you get plus your plus the, with the plus four? Yeah, mine is a <laughs> mine is a thirteen with plus four. Dirty twenty. I was a fifteen um, with plus four, and then my plus one. I have a plus seven. That was yeah, yeah. It was sad. It was a sad roll. <laughs> 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 oh, she was feeling pretty good. <laughs> yeah, story time. Let's get it. So those those who rolled under a seventeen. Uh, now have a that nice warm fuzzy feeling you're feeling good before but like it's starting it's starting to hit you a little bit all that all that nice alcohol is hitting your like li- your liver currently so mm-hmm. so it's at this point uh there's sort of the the lights begin to dim and there's like a like that swell of like it's a hush but there's also the like people start realizing like the show's gonna start and uh, out on stage walks a maybe three foot tall uh, halfling uh, with what looks like a. Uh, you guys ever seen? Uh, those of you who have seen uh, Pick of Destiny, the guitar that KG is playing uh, in like the the like daydream. He's like the double neck guitar, but it's like it it's it goes up across. Yeah, so you can yeah. play with both hands. Uh, he's got a he's got a, a mandolin that looks like that, uh, a double neck mandolin. He's sort of uh, long, flowing blonde hair that's at least down to his ass. Um, <laughs> has uh, like a, a billowy shirt, the the uh, that's like but unbuttoned down to like maybe midway uh, to his torso that's sort of open. Uh, leather pants, boots, sort of nods and you know. You, the standard crowd work at the beginning. Hey, how you doing, everybody? This you know standard shit you hear at the beginning of a show. Sits down, 
onto the uh, the floor, sets the mandolin in between his crossed legs, and begins to play. Um, now, this is something I'm going to assume that none of your characters have heard before or done in such a way, but basically think like he starts off with um, through the fire and flames in like a bard core type of uh, sound with the mandolin. And you're like hearing like these like a uh, uh, illusory sort of uh, uh, it's just him, but you're like hearing all of the other instruments playing um, uh, I know Hoshino would recognize some of the spells as like uh, uh, like the minor illusion and starting to see like pyrotechnics as a spell as well and like more and more as it's going on and like he goes through like the whole song like there are drums there's lights and stuff does a whole array of like this crazy at the crescendo of the show he is levitating at least two or three feet off the ground if not a little bit higher like wind uh, wind blowing in his hair he's like doing the windmill with this the head banging type of shit big crescendo lights then everything fades to black and the whole fucking crowd the whole the whole bar just explodes uh, everybody roll initiative no i'm just kidding um <laughs> I posted a time that there is a version of a uh, bard core for through the fire, uh, fire and flames. Wonderful. Awesome. Yeah. It's amazing. It's amazing. But he does like all sorts of crazy stuff. Um, solid, like our performance where he literally does nothing but play the fuck out of a mandolin and like illusory in- instruments. Um, and, uh, Aura is 100% drunk and 100% fucking enjoyed the shit out of it. She's like, she was like singing the songs with, you know, like it, she was into it. Um, what is, what is everybody doing? That's like roughly right around the end of the show here. Uh, uh, I think Zex would have like slowed down drinking to enjoy the show. And sat yeah, down, yeah. Oh, like definitely. sat down, like closer towards like the front, so he could like really appreciate the show. Um, is uh, Bosco still going? Or he's done? Uh, Roscoe, Ros- Roscoe has Roscoe, Roscoe. At this point. Yep. Yeah, uh, Bosco is my character. He ain't no guard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so, just to just to you know to be that guy. Uh, Galahad is going to try to get Roscoe to come drink with us. Alright, so this episode is one of my favorites and was one of my favorites to run. This was really the first time in this whole campaign that the party actually got to do something nice for themselves and the role play throughout the whole thing was just absolutely fantastic. Uh, not to mention this is actually the first real dive into Shanks and his inner thoughts and it was a very interesting dichotomy to have both of those things sort of happen uh, pretty pretty close together. Um, but with that said, uh, 
please check out our uh, social media accounts on most major platforms. Just search for the Medusa's Cascade on the platform and give us a follow. Uh, it's some cool stuff and definitely worth your time checking out. Also, if you're listening on a streaming platform, especially Apple Podcasts and Spotify, please take a few minutes to rate, review, and subscribe. It doesn't seem like a lot, but it does help get the podcast out there for other people to discover, and we would all appreciate the love and support. We'll see you next week for Arc 8, Separation Anxiety, and in two weeks for Across the Plains, Rally Keys. See you then. Safe travels. <laughs>